You're listening to Irish Radio Canada's Home of the Grove, and I've had the honour and pleasure of being able to chat with Eleanor Shanley a number of times, and I'm going to have another conversation with Eleanor, find out what she's doing, because I know she's working on some interesting projects, uh, and one of them involves Brendan Graham, who we had a chat with recently. Uh, Eleanor, first of all, thanks a million for taking the time. It's great to see you again and talk to you. Fantastic to see you, and it's a pleasure to chat to you again. You're a busy woman despite everything, because I've seen you running around, um, jumping in and out of farm machinery, uh, racing places with a guitar on your back, (laughs) (laughs) and doing all sorts of strange things. And I also know you're very involved, and you have a CD coming out with a good friend of mine, John uh, John Feely, in the near future that uh, Brendan Graham is working on. And you have a gig coming up with Mike Hanrahan. So we have a lot to talk about. So where am I starting? Well, I'd say, I'll tell you, I'm here in Ballinasloe. That's where I live. And so when you see me with all that machinery and everything, that's no stranger to me because I was born and reared on a farm in County Leitrim. So I'm um, happy jumping up and down those tractors and things like that. But uh, the music end of it, um, I suppose, will we start with Mike Hanrahan project? On your way. And Tell me what's going on with Mike. Mike. And that's Mike Hanrahan of Stockton's Way. Exactly. And we've been kind of working on and off together for years because we both worked with Ronnie Drew for 12 years. And that's how we got friendly. And uh, when Ronnie passed away, we carried on working together on and off. We don't work together all the time. But we're doing a project at the minute and it's called Remembering Ronnie Drew. So it's kind of to tell the story of Ronnie from our the Ronnie we knew, not the Ronnie that the public would know. Um, although he was, uh, Ronnie, as you probably knew him, he was very direct in his way of behaving anyway. So what you saw was what you got. So there wasn't a hidden Ronnie as such. Right. But it's to talk about our friendship and to, to sing the songs we sung with him and, and uh, bring that to the, the audience. And when is that planned for? Well, we have a gig, <laughs> a gig in the Temple Bar Child Festival in January. So... But we're aiming for that, uh, but we have a few gigs in the meantime. But it won't be—they won't be um, strictly this project. Right. Yeah, we're in University Council Hall in Limerick and things like that. So, so those gigs that you have in the interim are some of those. Well, I know the restrictions and the levels change on a weekly basis and sometimes a daily basis. Are they intended to be in situ or are they virtual? They'll be uh, the tenth bar one. Looks like it'll be. In in the church, but it would be a virtual gig. Right. We'll perform there, but it's, it's looking more and more like it'll be a virtual. We're doing a gig in the University Concert Hall in Limerick uh, in November, and that will be virtual, you know. Right. So we'll go to the venue, um, but we won't have an audience, unfortunately. So was, I think in Limerick they'll have a small audience. Right. Have you performed in that context since COVID, where you've been in what would be... An, a beautiful venue from the point of view of where it could accommodate a number of hundred people that since COVID that you've been in a venue and you've been looking at an empty theatre No, and uh, the only ones I've done have been kind of on, online without, you know, where you wouldn't have an audience, but we were with Garadice, the band I'm involved with from Leitrim, we were due to do a gig uh, it was an open air gig in Carrick and Shannon, right. and uh, the night before the gig there was a clamp down on numbers, so it had to be cancelled. That was our only live gig gone down this morning. I've heard a number of performers say how surreal it is 
to be it performing be. Yeah. to an empty hall. That yeah. it, and, and I know there's a big difference between going in to do a sound check and you know the hall is empty than when you actually go on and the adrenaline is meant to be flowing and the, the, the vibe is meant to be coming back. Uh, yeah, and we, I did a, a thing with Mike Hanrahan. We did a, a virtual one, you know, and it's like that. You're singing away and playing away, you know, putting your whole heart and soul into it, and then there's total silence at the end of the song, you know. We were spoiled with applause. <laughs> this is what manners on us now. <laughs> we won't be expecting big applause anymore. <laughs> uh, they'll come back. They will come back. We don't know when, but they will. So, so that's with Mike, and then with John, John Feely, you have a, a project going on as well. Yes, and I, I'm absolutely well. I love working with Mike, but I, I, I love working with, with John, John Feely because John and I met about 20 years ago in an underground train station in London, or 25 years ago, because I was working with Didamon, and he was on tour, and he saw us, and he came over and introduced himself, and I didn't see him since then until he was doing a gig here in Balmaslow about three years ago. Yeah, we were, that was the night, that was the night you and I That's bumped right. into. That's right, yeah, we That's were there. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that was the night when we got chatting, myself and John, and then we met a few, up a few times after that, and then said, sure, why don't we do a few gigs together and do um, an album? And uh, we did some stuff with my partner, Brendan, because he's a Jungian therapist, and it was called Young Symbols and Songs of the Soul, so... He was talking about therapy and uh, from his perspective, and myself and John were doing music in the background. So then we started planning for an album, and we recorded most of the church. We started it two years ago, believe it or not. And this is how fast John and I are. Two years later, the cover is done. Uh, the album is ready to go. So at the end of November, the album will be ready to go. And um, uh, you had mentioned Brendan Graham earlier. His song is Cancion de Amor. In fact, we had finished the album when Brendan sent us the song, and we liked it so much, we said, no, we're going back in to record it, and we did. We went into a studio and recorded that one. And uh, Brendan was very helpful. And there's quite an interesting song, and John has, um, he did a, an arrangement of Yeats's The Thoughts of Heaven. It's a beautiful arrangement of that one. And he wrote music to it. And a song written by John and... Gerald Donoghue in Galway years ago and another song written by John's sister-in-law. This album is all about John as you can hear. But <laughs> 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 well, Guitar by John Feely of course but it's it's been a lovely journey with him. It really has. I, I was tempted to invite John to participate in this but I figured it was you mightn't get a word in. So <laughs> <laughs> this is true. You're a good man, <laughs> That covers a lot of, of the music side of it. But given how things have been, you, like I am at the moment, are, are living in a, in a remote, relatively remote. How have you been managing and how? Well, when the lockdown came first back in March, I have to say I enjoyed every minute of it because suddenly there was no running and racing. There was no packing bags. Didn't have to be packing the suitcase because I always had the suitcase packed at the end of the bed because, you know, we'd always be running and racing. Uh, and there was just great peace out in the garden, painting every day. As I do a bit of art, so I was painting every day and really enjoyed it. And now it's about seven months later and I'm I'm getting a bit edgy now for 
to go back on the road, but I just have to be patient. But I've been dealing with it well. I mean, we're very lucky in this part of the world. We don't have a lot to complain about because we have four seasons. The weather's been good to us. We're not too badly off. Tell me a bit about your painting. What's, what would you focus on? When I was painting, when I was in school, that was, it was my best subject. And of course, like a lot of people, when I left school, I left art behind. Um, except for I used to be involved in drama, so I would do set painting and things like that. But I went back, when I moved to Ballinasloe, I went back to, our, an art, I joined an art group. That's about oh, five years ago I joined the art group. And I absolutely love it. I started off kind of with a butterfly and now I'm doing landscapes and skies and doing branching out and doing you know I, I did a series of butterflies on stone which I really enjoy doing just things I see around the place you know when and you it's, oh, I've moved on to oils which I'm, I'm really enjoying as well When you mentioned the butterflies and stones of course during Covid there have been an awful lot of areas where stones have been placed with beautiful messages of yeah. hope on them yes. um, yeah. has that been happening around uh, well, not where I am, but uh, I know my niece in Dublin has been flat out painting little stones, the element. Right. And uh, it was her I saw doing it first, and then I, I kind of looked and there's loads. Of in fact, I'll tell you where I saw it very recently was in, in Salt Hill in Galway, in the Strange Boat Garden. People have come in and left little coloured stones. It's a garden to commemorate organ donors and recipients' families, you know. And uh, people come in and leave their little coloured stones. It's beautiful. I was down in Kilkee recently and I caught a lady leaving one of the uh, stones. So I talked with her briefly and she and her daughter, 13-year-old daughter, uh, were uh, were doing it and uh, putting them out as methods of, of encouraging some hope. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a lovely thing to do and it's one of these little bright, nice things that happen through all this stuff. Right. So, Eleanor, uh, let's go back to the, the release of the albums. The date that you're looking at is towards the end of November. But are you going to put them out there? And how can we direct people in that direction? It would be iTunes and on my website, which is com. So I, hopefully I'll be sitting packing up thousands and thousands and thousands of albums into envelopes. <laughs> One can hope. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I've... Myself and John will pull some of them out. I'll John can lick stamps. Yes. He doesn't know that yet. Indeed. He'll appreciate this contribution. Indeed. And you can be found in the same way. Visit ElnorShanley.com and you're out there on Facebook. Yes. It's neat. Elder, it's been a joy. It's been a real joy having a chat with you. And we'll well, you too, Austin, as usual. And we'll keep in touch. And I picked up a couple more years of maybe a I picked up couple more years on, yeah, baby, that's all.